TikTok on the clock. <laughs> Why was that the first thing that came to mind? Hey, welcome back to Ugh, where it is not just you, Gianna, in headphones once again, because I'm doing my first celebrity interview on this podcast. I'm sweating, I'm shaking, and thank goodness I can call this celebrity my near and dear friend, TikTok sensation, Matt Peterson. Wow. Wow. I, I feel like I'm in a Chevron right now at a gas station. I've never been so gassed up before. No, of course I have to gas you up because you're Matt Peterson. Like, are you kidding me? I, I can't even believe that we're talking again and it's on this platform and like we're talking about your fame. So this is a little crazy to me Gianna. right now. <laughs> Gianna, knock it off. First, everyone, Gianna and I are lifelong Chapman friends. So I, she's gassing me up, acting like we're not, acting like we didn't spend every Tuesday, Thursday at six a.m. together. Literally six in the morning. Yeah, I'm so funny. I was, I was gonna just dive into that. So to give everyone a little background about me and Matt's friendship, so we did both go to Chapman. And we had no idea who we were. Like, we didn't know each other, like, the first couple of classes or whatever. But I don't know if you remember, we were both in Pete Weitzner's art of the, not art of the interview, what was it? News, something, some news class where he brought in all the speakers. I can't remember the name of it. But he brought in Erin Lim one day, queen of E! News, and they said, you know, whoever wants to go to E! can go. And I said yes in one other girl and that was it. And I didn't know anyone else going. So the professor said, you know, there's this, there's Matt Peterson going. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. So I literally slid in your Facebook DMs and was like, do you want to go together? (laughs) Uh, You know what's so funny? I'm going to fully expose myself right now. Like at the time, I remember getting that message and being like, oh, I don't want to go with anyone else. Like I wanted to go alone. And like, now I'm so grateful because like, it right? was so I'm just grateful because I got to meet you that day and our, our friendship just formed in that moment. And two, it was so much fun going with you. And yes. Like, you made it so much more comfortable. So it's I just cried. also a really good lesson. Like, don't be afraid of like, you know, like I was only thinking selfishly at the time. I'm like, I want to go alone so then I can meet so-and-so, but it's like, yes. no, fuck that. Like, all together oh my god can i cuss sorry yeah of course you can oh my god we can do anything on this podcast of course yeah so our friendship started to kind of grow and like it went from there and then i started going to all your spin classes like you said six in the morning like tuesday thursdays i we would be in the bike our asses 6 a.m like that's that was a lot i can't even believe that we did that I can't believe it either, honestly. But I don't. I want your listeners to know that Gianna is like a superstar on a spin bike. Like <laughs> she's queen. She's dancing. She's singing. She's doing all the things like a dream. 
Thank you. That's that's seriously an honor coming from you, Mr. Now Soul Cycle. You went from uh, Studio Cycle in Newport. Now you are a Soul Cycle King. So that's insane. I've taken those classes. I've taken your Soul Cycle classes and talk about a rock star on a bike. Like that's you a thousand percent. Your classes were the hardest spin classes I've ever taken in my life. And I've taken a lot. And that's why I took yours because it literally trained me to be this spin animal. And I don't even know how to explain it. And I miss your classes so bad. I wish I could go. I miss your energy in the morning. Like I, I miss, uh. I have so many memories just from like spin. Like we chug the Celsius in the morning, like crackheads. Like, <laughs> like literal crackheads. It'd be like 5.55 and we're like down in orange Celsius, like it's orange juice, like lunatic. <laughs> the whole can within five minutes. We're like, and then we yeah. get on the bike. I had my, remember I had my sweatband because I thought it would like give me abs and I would rip it off in the middle of Halfway class. through class, you had to like rip it off because it got too hot. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, Matt is also a spin king on the side of his TikTok career. But what I value about our friendship is the fact that like, I think you and I have such a special bond, although we haven't known each other for that long. Like, we don't talk every single day. Like I said, when we hopped on here, like, I haven't talked to you in decades, but, like, we just talk like nothing has changed, like, no time has passed. And I I just love that about you and I. No, absolutely. I, I honestly think, like, that shows the, like, depth of our friendship. And it also, like, that's my favorite part of a friendship. Like, to me, that shows when a friendship is real, when you, like, hop on and you're, like, like nothing's changed. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like literally we were spinning yesterday, but, like, I we know. haven't seen each other in person so long. Oh, and so, I miss you. I can't wait till the world opens so I can see you. Same. But oh, thank you for God. having me on your podcast, my queen. Um, Thank you for coming. I was like, do I have to, like, does he have an agent now? Like, what has changed? Like, <laughs> but also um another thing i value about us is that like you and i we actually had this conversation not only are we like have the same personality we're both foodies we both love sugar and like cookies like we're crazy but you and i like are in the same career we're in the same realm we have the same interests but we're not looking at each other as competitors. Like we are both, I feel like constantly hyping each other up. Whereas like this industry, the entertainment industry is so like catty in a way. And you and I were never like that ever. Absolutely. No. And I think that that, it even shows like telling that E! News story, thinking back, it's like, I feel like we stopped right away and we're just like, like we saw each other and that's what we connected on because it was like, oh, we both want the same thing. Like, let's get there together. Like, it's so much more fun. And also it's like, there's so much room. Like yeah. everyone has their own like path that they can go down. It's like, what's the point of being competitive or like jealous or feeling any other way towards anyone else when it's like, we're all just trying to get there together. Like. You have me on your podcast. Like, if I can help you in any way, like, why not just, like, help each other? It doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. And I I, I just love that, again, about our friendship because, like, I've, I feel like I've lost friends because it was so competitive and, like, people saw me as an enemy in a way. But, like, you and I, I'm always, like, king of TikTok and you're always, like, queen, like, da 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 Like, and it's just, it's so good to have, yeah. like, someone that is so uplifting. And this is also reminding me, I, again, I don't know if you remember this, in the beginning of the pandemic or in like some realm of the pandemic, you and I were on a very long FaceTime call. Like, and we were talking about this exact thing and we were specifically talking about like 
TikTok. And we were both like, we're so sad, like pandemic, like there's nothing to do. Like life sucks, like except TikTok. But like we, when we were talking about how we didn't know how to attack it, we were talking about like, we both had like pretty much zero followers at the time. And then like we were giving each other advice. Like I remember I was like, oh, Matt, like you should vlog and like do the voiceover thing. Like the voiceovers are popular. And then you were telling me like, oh, do the Ellen thing. And I did that and it went viral. And like we just kept helping each other and like giving each other these pointers. And that's when you were like, I'm making TikTok like my life. Like you were like, I'm marrying this app. And I just want you to tell everyone kind of about your journey from there on. I mean, wow. First, I honestly like, it's not that I forgot about all that, but this year has just felt like so long that it's like hearing you say all that. It's like, I feel like I'm transported back to my parent, like my parents' house, like in my childhood bedroom. Cause that's where I was at the time. Like I had to go home for quarantine and it's like, yeah, I forgot that there was like a time when like, we were just like, so like enamored by the app TikTok, and we're like, how are we going to like make this happen? And I remember like, we were sending voice notes to each other, like yes. trying to figure it out. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly what you said. Like I said to myself, I was like, I'm literally like TikTok. I will make TikTok my job. Like, like that was like, I don't know why I just had that in my mind. And, and I think it was because I was feeling so like you said, like I was feeling so sad at the beginning of the pandemic because I was like, I've been out of college a year now. I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be in my career. Like I feel like I paid all this money to go to Chapman and I'm like teaching at Soul Cycle. And it, not that that isn't a great career, but it was like just not what I had dreamt of my whole life. And so I was feeling just like so defeated. Um, and I had made so many videos online, like, you know, through like, Chapman, I was always making videos online, but like nobody was watching them besides like my mom. That was like literally <laughs> it. So I was just like, TikTok, it's new and it's upcoming, and I have all this free time. Like, I'm going to post every day, like no matter what. And like, that kind of is just how it started organically. Um, and yeah, I was just like, started posting, and in and, and this series over time just developed organically, honestly. Like, it was really hot in Arizona. So I said, I'm going to bake cookies inside of my car one day and then that video went viral so I'm like okay the next day I'm gonna do brownies and then I guess I'm gonna do cinnamon rolls and then I guess I'm gonna actually ask people what should I do next and so that's how like the car baking of it all happened um and that's kind of what like grew me the most on TikTok follower wise but then when I came back to LA it obviously wasn't hot enough to bake food in my car (laughs) so I tried for a second there I like tried for a second and there's some tragic videos where I'm like melting gummy bears in my car. And I'm like, Oh my God. I I remember these videos. Wait, actually, you know, it's insane. Wow. Hang on. (laughs) I'm having a realization right now. Please tell us. I, I couldn't do the car baking anymore in LA. So I said, I'm going to ask people what I should eat for a day. I'm going to let my viewers decide what I'm going to eat for a day. Do you know what I'm about to say? Of course. I think I do. No, no, no. I don't think that you <laughs> Wait, I no, actually I don't. don't. Do no, I don't. I don't even know why I said yes. I'm like, wait, no, I know, but my, I don't. My first food challenge video, you commented. Shut you up. You asked me eat Dunkin'. 
for breakfast. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I remember I commented and then I texted you because I was like, I don't even know if he's going to see my comment because you had like, you had not even a million, no. but I thought that was so much. And I was like, Matt, like I'm- eat Duncan for a day, like now or for breakfast, literally Duncan breakfast. That's all I said. And I was like, you better do it. <laughs> I'm, this is insane. No, no, no. You were the one who got me. I'm fully, anyone who's listening, not audio or not video. I'm showing the camera. My first food challenge video was commented by Gianna. Shut up. That's insane. I, I like, I, yeah. again, I forgot. Like, Wait, that's so dope. I love that. Thank you. Because oh the, the whole purpose of me bringing that up. Is because like that is what led me into the like only eat blank for a day because then like from there it's just like organically every day I just started taking like a different challenge. Oh my but, god! Yeah, that's Matt. like the story of like. But thank you for that. Uh, you're you're welcome. I mean, like it, it was like an accidental like thing, you know, that just worked for you. So I'm so glad it did. But I it's so funny because I did forget that I do like did that for you. And I remember I texted you and I was like, you, you need to do this right now. Like you need to have Duncan for breakfast and you hated it, which is fine. Like I actually am in a phase of my life right now where I hate Duncan. So I get it. So we're good. But now like you, you just took that trend because it obviously was working for you and you took it and you rolled with it. And like, now you do these videos literally like every single day, although I follow you, you pop up on my for you page and like you're eating bacon, you're eating jiggly things, you're eating only dessert, you're eating this, that, like your videos. First of all, first of all, how is your tummy? That's my question for you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, it's, it's unwell. It's really unwell a little bit. It's a lot of bit unwell, but it's so much fun that I'm like, it makes it so worth it. I'm like, whatever. It's just so fun. Oh, a hundred percent. I I'm so jealous. Like I, you know me, I love to eat. Like I said earlier, we're both such foodies. So, you know, I'm already like drooling when I watch these videos of you, but I always remember like you and I would eat something and then just complain about how bad our stomachs are. Like for days after we'd be like, why'd we do that? Like, why did I eat all those cookies? No, exactly. But that's the thing. So like, I also think that's kind of what's cool is like, Cause there was a part of me where I was like, what I'm doing right now, the content I'm making isn't like what I had always dreamt of air quotes. Like I always thought I was going to go into like entertainment news. And it's like, it actually is cool because it is just like, I've always been this way. And like, even you saying that, like we were always like rutabagas cookies or this or that. Like <laughs> it, I've always lived my life, like food driven. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, of course. And the fa- like, you just so triggered it- me when you said rutabagas in the best way possible because I totally like I used to go there every day and get that that chicken salad with a cookie. We would both get the same yeah. thing. Like it was it was. Oh my god, I was actually thinking about them the other day. But but you're right. Like, I, and I've also realized that in my content too. Like. I've always in at Chapman, especially, oh my God, we have to, have to talk about the professor that shall not be named that bullied the both of us. (laughs) Basically. I will gladly name him. Ooh, I'm scared. I'm so scared. I will gladly, like gladly. His name's Brett Marcus. Go for it. Like Brett Marcus, if you are listening to this, I honestly, I'm gonna, I do send you like 
so much love. I really do. I'm going to pull an Ariana Grande and like send you love and light. But like, I do just want you to know as a professor, no, like I'm not even like just serious for a moment. Like as a professor, it is literally your job to have your students feel inspired to do what they are passionate about. And if you are a professor and you're in a role of either lifting up a student or tearing them down, it's like, why would you want to tear someone down because they're passionate about something that you're not passionate about? I just like, I can't get on board with that. So I don't have anything negative to say about Brett Marcus, but I do have like, I just think I, as a prof I have professors in my mind, Anne Owens. Yes! Queen, yes! Like, who, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Anne always just inspired her students to, like, do whatever they wanted to do and reach for whatever dream they wanted to. And, like, that's what a professor should be doing. Like, we're paying so much money to be at a school. Why are you going to tear a student down? Oh, Matt, I I was just clapping, snapping, cheering at everything that you just said, because and again, for everyone listening, this is not just like Matt and I like shitting on a professor that we had, because I've always said Chapman, I've, I've maybe met one bad professor ever, the, especially in the film school. They they had amazing professors that, like you said, always were like rooting for us, like uplifting us. But this one man that you already named, which I like had tears in my eyes. He's a man's like I don't care. Uh, he well, what no. did it, what did he say to you specifically that I still even remember to this very day? Well, I think what's so laughable is it's like I, so we were in Chapman News, which is just like their news program. And that was kind of like the big thing that you do as a broadcast major. So it's like, it was a very important class and I never have enjoyed hard news. So I was always trying to incorporate stories or segments that were very light and a lot of lightness comes with food. So I, I was doing like this taste test series and we tried to put it onto Chapman News. And Brett didn't know that I had my in-ear in, like my little pe my little ear piece or whatever. Oh, the, um, and the microphone in the other. The, uh, what's it called? The IFB. Yes, the yes. IFB. I had it in my ear and he's in the other room and the, the mic is on and I hear him saying to the other students like, Matt Peterson is so stupid. Matt Peterson is dumb. This series, like how'd he even get into Chapman? Like just bashing me while I'm literally listening just because what I was doing was about like food and he only wanted like hard news. And I was just like, I could have taken that. That's actually like a moment that I could have been like, wow, and feel bad and, and, and listen to that and then change my path. And instead it's like, no, I knew what I was doing. I was passionate about and I knew that I love food and I knew that a lot of people like food. And now I have a career where I'm just eating food all day long. And what's up, Brett Marcus? Where you at, bro? Oh, shit. Mike, literal drop. Oh, my God. Matt, I, you know I was in your shoes, too, because you were a year older than me. But I went on to do Chapman News for, like, every single semester as the entertainment producer. And you'd figure if I was the entertainment producer, he'd let me do, you know, I wanted to do Foodie Fridays because the show aired on Friday. I wanted to do like all this stuff, like a, like a haunted house thing, which he let me do. I had to literally pull teeth for him to let me do a haunted house walkthrough. And 
like whenever I would talk about like Justin Bieber per se, something important like that, he, I remember I came out of a rehearsal because, you know, we used to rehearse Thursday nights and he looked at me. I thought it was the best segment I've ever produced ever at Chapman News. I'm like, Brett's going to love this. I'm amazing. Like that rehearsal was great. I come out and he looks at me. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? I swear to God. I was like, like literally speechless. Like my eyeballs were huge. And he's like, that made me want to throw up. And then just went off about how like, I shouldn't be talking about Justin Bieber. I should be talking about like ratings and like, uh, like uh, streaming services ratings and like all this like stuff. And like, he never let me do the food things either. I would always pitch the food things. And like, and again, now also, I, I mean, for my little freelance job on local TV over here, if people know me, they know that all I do is eat on television too. Like I go to restaurants and like interview like the servers and like the owners and I literally eat and my boss loves it. And she's like, you're the only reporter that will actually eat. <laughs> so I throw you on the, the air. And I'm just like, uh, same thing as you. I'm like, we went through. Chapman and literally got like verbally abused by this professor just to like come out and do literally what we always wanted to do and what we wanted to do at Chapman and like I think everything it shows that everything comes full circle and especially for you now Mr. TikTok superstar I can't even believe this no, but it's the same for you too. And exactly what you just said, like it, it comes so full circle. And now you're literally on your news, eating, doing what you want to do. Like, it's so amazing. And it honestly is like just a really good reminder to anyone listening. Like not everybody has to be on board with like what you're passionate about, but if you are passionate about it, vibe with it, like go all the way with it because like it doesn't matter if if other people don't agree with it because you're like, well, I agree with it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, 100%. I, I totally agree with you. And I feel like that goes hand in hand with being a content creator too. Like, no, I mean, that goes hand in hand with everything in life. Like, regardless if it's entertainment or not, like chase your passions because people are going to shit on you regardless. But I mean, you should keep going after it. Just like Matt, I just keep pointing to you because first of all, we glanced over no. the fact that, <laughs> like, no, no, we glanced over this fact. As of right now, or as of a couple hours ago, so God only knows if this changed, you have 4.5 million followers on TikTok and you're verified. Like, do, do you, do, how does that sound when you hear someone say that out loud? I, I mean, obviously, like, it sounds so exciting and cool. And I'm not going to be like, oh, it doesn't like it lights me up. It makes me so excited. And I'm I feel like as cheesy as it sounds like I do feel like proud of myself, but I also feel like inspired to do more. Like, I think that's the other thing. It's like it 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 may be bad, but it isn't ever like enough, I feel like. And that may be like not good, but I'm happy to admit that it's like even when I got my 4.5 milestone, like now all I'm thinking about is like 5 million. Like I, I always want like the next thing. And I, I remember even when I hit 1 million, I was like, once I hit a million, I will be fine. And I won't care about numbers. And like, once I have a million, boom, amazing. The moment I hit a million, <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I need 2 million. And then the moment I, like, it, it's a constant like thing. I feel you. I'm, this is why we get along so well, because I'm the same way. Like, I'll be like, oh, I just want like a couple thousand followers. And then obviously I'm not as big as you, but 
Like I I hit 80,000. I'll never forget that. And I thought that was just like the most amazing thing ever. And then I had a video that hit a million and I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. But I was like, I want like Charlie D'Amelio status. Like I want million. Like it's, it's not a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Like I feel like it's good that we recognize like where we're at. And you say you're so grateful too. Like I, you're, you work so hard, you put in the work and like, it's not bad to be striving for the next thing. Like you always have to be reaching to like stay where you're at. It's not like you're losing followers. Like you, you got to maintain that. And through TikTok, like you have to kind of be like number crazy because it's, there's billions of people on TikTok. It's like, you're literally throwing a video out there when you post it into an algorithm with billions of other people. And so that's why you have to be so aggressive, like when it comes to posting and stuff, which actually leads me to a question for you. Um, that is yeah. what, like, what's your strategy? What advice do you have for content creators to navigate this crazy app that we call TikTok? I think the biggest piece of advice that I would give would be at least what has worked the best for me is like continuing on with something that performed well. So it's like, if something performs well, I want to do it again and again and again and again in like a different way, because the biggest thing about TikTok is like you said, billions of people are on there, right? So if you post a video and somebody comes across it and they like it, and then they go to your page and you have nothing else that was like that video, they're not going to follow you or want to engage with you or come back to you because they're like, oh, that was like a one hit wonder, whatever, move on. And then like, you're out of their brain. But if you post you calling strangers and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. No, but honestly, and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. And then I click Gianna and then I go to your page and it's like, calling strangers here, calling strangers there, calling strangers here. Call, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to follow her because I like this series. So I'm going to, I know that I can expect that from her. So I'm going to follow it. Like, I think that would be my biggest piece of advice is like not being afraid of like attaching to a series if it's working. No, that's literally the best piece of advice because I actually need to take that advice because I posted something on TikTok today. I don't know if you saw it. I was like, what do you want from me? I was like, what do you people want from me? Because I have almost 500,000 followers, but the views that I, on the videos that I post are just like not there. They're not there. But I noticed these crazy calling strangers videos, the views are there. So I'm like, why can't I just keep doing this? But I think I get like internally frustrated because I'm like, I don't want to, A, it's illegal. I don't know if anyone knows this. Literally prank calling and recording is illegal. So I'm trying to like not get sued. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) So like, at least in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure that out, but, but yeah, your, your advice should be taken because that's the only way to navigate this app. I also think another thing that is important to say, and like, maybe I'm just saying it to you. So, you know, too, like I've talked to a lot of like different creators who are like on TikTok, and everyone is noticing like a weird thing right now with their views, like views are all over the place. Yeah. So I don't know what that is, but I do think like that maybe that's comforting to you. Like views are literally all over the place right now. 
I heard that. I heard the algorithm changed and like it's only showing videos that have millions of likes, not even views. Like it's crazy. So that definitely makes me feel better. I'm just like, why TikTok? Like, why are you doing this right now? It's pretty annoying. So um, but also, yeah, it's a speak going back to the numbers thing. I also just wanted to point out that you used to do this manifestation thing with the post-its on your mirror. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So that actually brings me back because like when I, I had manif, I was manifesting like a million followers. Like I said, when I, I had thought in my mind, like once I get to a million, like my life is just yay. So I was like manifesting a million followers. So I put up little post-it notes. It was like, I don't know what number I started with, but it was like maybe a hundred K, 200 K, 300 K, 400 K all the way up to a million. And each time I would hit a, a milestone, I would take off the post-it note. And it was just cool because then like every single morning that I woke up, it was like, that was the first thing I looked at. And it was, I do believe in manifesting. I think that if you like want something bad enough and you commit your every day to making it happen it's just like it will eventually happen if you put in the work it was like it wasn't like i had those on my mirror and i wasn't posting on tiktok like it wasn't like i was like i want a million followers on tiktok but i'm gonna sit in my bed all day long and like just hope that a miracle happens like it wasn't like that it was like oh i i want a million followers on tiktok so i'm gonna be literally posting two videos a day, every day, I'm going to be making a different thing in my car every single day, because like, this is a goal that I want to achieve. So I think manifesting is like, I think some people, myself included, think like, oh, if I just say it, like the universe will bring it to me. But it's like, it also does take work too. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, you you make perfect sense. Like, especially TikTok. I mean, again, anything in life, but with TikTok, like you need to like, put in work for what you want. Like that's just the bottom line of anything, but this app, especially it's, it's just so crazy. And your videos right now with the only eat blank for a day, that is like, that must be a production for you between you're always posing in front of a different wall that has to do with whatever item that you're eating in the day. And then you go to like 12 bajillion restaurants. Like what's your production process? Like pre post, like production, like, can you run us through your routine? Absolutely. No. And I honestly, thank you for even saying that because I think that's like something that it doesn't necessarily bother me, but I just think that a lot of people think that what I what I do, like the only eat challenges are just really easy and they're fun and light. And it's I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's the hardest work in the whole world, but it's a lot of work. Like it actually is a lot of work. And so like as for the production of it, I have to first first I pick the comment, then I have to decide where I'm going to go. So I reach out to a bunch of different places and have to organize like with these different restaurants, when I can come in, what time, whatever. So I like drive all around LA to find these spots. Like even yesterday I went to Inglewood and then I went to downtown LA and then I went to Koreatown and then like literally just for a 20 second video, like I'm driving all around LA finding these spots. Sometimes I drive to OC to get a like spot, whatever. Um, So yeah, it starts by like picking the comment, reaching out to the places. Then on the filming day, I drive to all the places. Then once I have them all, then I have to film the intro. And that part is insane because I'm like 
so crazy that I like need the wall to look some type of way. <laughs> so I've spent like three hours, like literally I spent three hours driving around LA trying to find like the best colorful wall I can. And I have this little thing, it's actually right here. This little like device and I attach it. This is how I film everything, okay? I attach this right here to my phone. Oh my God. And then I take this little magnetic piece and I just attach it to my to my car. And then I film the intros by popping in and being like, only eat in front of like these colorful walls. I'm mind blown because I always thought that like for the intro even like that. I know sometimes you have people like help you film. Is it is it is that a safe assumption to say? Mm -hmm. I used to like have people like film me. But honestly, all this is just done like on this. Like when I eat the food, I'm literally just like set this up on a thing and then I film it. Um, okay, first of all, honestly, your reaction right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm baffled. I'm literally baffled. But I don't, I've, I, as a content creator that creates alone, like I'm always creating contraptions on where to put my phone and how to make it stand up. Because like the tripod doesn't work if I want to tilt it this way. I'm like, it, it just, nothing's working. And the fact that you just showed me a little magnetic ball, I'm like, First of all, send me the link. The second that we stop recording, give me that link. I need it. Like, I don't know if you have a little coupon code. Like, what the hell? Like, how have I not known about this? I I, you totally should. No. So, well, one, honestly, like, your reaction is hilarious because I'm like, I've wanted to do a series or not like a series, but a video. Maybe I'll do it at 5 million, like, as a, like, whatever, exposing myself not like an exposing, but almost like a behind the scenes to show people like, I, this is how the intros are filmed. And I do it literally 35 times. Like I'm like, only eat, only eat, only eat. Like I do it literally 30 times, like minimum. Um, and so I think like, it'd just be funny to like expose myself and show that like, cause when you watch them, I want it to feel like, oh, this is effortless and just like, boom, boom, boom. But like, I don't think anybody realizes how much is going into like the behind the scenes of it? Oh no. Like, I, I mean, this app has all sorts of like, we, the age range on it is from like maybe like six year olds. I feel like to all the way up to like 90 year olds, but the main demographic and especially maybe for you, like I, you probably look at your analytics is probably so young and they don't like think about that or appreciate it. And like, that also goes by like back to when we're saying like, we're always striving for more because that's all the audience wants. Like their attention spans are so short. They're like, I want more. I want more. They watch that video. They don't think about like behind the scenes, anything. So I think that's a really good idea for you to post uh behind the scenes that would be amazing so that's your next move at five mil deal it's coming okay perfect and speaking of like tiktoking being a really painstaking task in and of itself you used to say at the end of our spin class inhale the good shit exhale the bullshit now this podcast is all about essentially that we're talking about all these life things but we talk about the nitty-gritty like the shitty parts the little downs uh that come with the ups in life and what we learn from them so what would you say is like the biggest challenge for you when it comes to creating videos for tiktok hmm Aside from like your whole series like, being crazy production that you have to do by yourself sometimes. 
Yeah, because like I wouldn't even say that's like a, the downside to it because I like that. Like it makes it fun to be able to like do it alone and and I don't know, like it is yeah, so it's not that. I'm trying to think. I feel like maybe I feel like the downside I don't know. This is a hard question, honestly, but what, what came up for me and I don't know if I really like stand by this answer, but I'm just going to share it is like, I feel like the downside is as much as I wish that I didn't care, like what other people think or say or whatever, it does like bum me out when people look at it and like downgrade it in their mind or they're like, you went to Chapman or you went to college to make TikToks or whatever. Like, I think I think that is the most challenging part is when people like downgrade what I'm doing or they're like, oh, it's so easy or like, oh, you just eat food all day long. And it's like, I understand that that is like somebody else's opinion that I'm like attaching to. So that's why it's I would love to get to a place where I like in the same way that we talked about the professor at Chapman, you're like, yeah, whatever, because you you do eventually get to that place of like, yeah, whatever. But it is hard to get to that place when you hear it like often by people like putting down what you do when like as i explained like a lot goes into these videos so it does upset me when someone's like your job is so easy it's like it is easier than like a doctor obviously but it's like there's still work going into it but for those people i say then you do it literally you make the tiktok and you put yourself out there and you be vulnerable enough to put yourself on a, an app that has billions of people and like where anyone can say whatever they want. Like you do it then if people have that to say, like it's crazy. And I'm, I'm right there with you. That was a good answer. I know you said that like, you may not stand by it, but I am right there with you because even today in the gym, I said, my legs are sore. And someone said, oh, it's all that TikToking that you do. And I was like, yeah, I know you're trying to be funny, but like you did it in kind of an aggressive, like, why did you say that? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's crazy. And like, it it became like a thing, like on my last job, like someone found my TikTok and then no one's, they were actually like, everyone received it well, but it could have went the opposite way because a lot of people hear TikTok and they're like, oh, like that silly little Thing and they don't understand like right. what goes into it. And it's like, you, you can just listen to a creator like you and listen to what you go through and like the lengths you go. And like, it, it's not what people think it is. Absolutely. And I, th- I think that honestly, yeah, thank you for saying that because I think you're right. It is the app itself. Like it's saying TikTok. I know if I was like YouTube, I don't think I would get as much like negative comments by people saying like oh it's easy because i feel like people associate youtube it's oh it's a full series or full whatever blah 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 so i think that may come with it too but tiktok is just like newer so i think eventually it'll get to a place where that's not happening oh totally and it's just because it has that reputation for being like a little tween people dance on that app so you're on that you're dancing like everyone immediately is like oh you dance and i'm like no i'm literally like making these videos but yeah i'm i'm so with you on that um which leads me to i guess another question that kind of has nothing to do with that at all actually but um sort of general questions here what what was your most viral video if you know i think it was the clear foods my most viral one was only eating clear food for a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got like 24 million views. What? Yeah, which was nuts. Oh my God. See, I, I remember that video, 
But obviously I don't like check up on your profile for all your old videos. I just see what you're posting in the moment. And I didn't know that it went that viral. Right. That's incredible. Wow. So obviously you have millions of views on all of your videos pretty much. Like it doesn't matter if it's like 1 million, 2 million, 24 million. Like you get a hell of a ton of views. So how has TikTok kind of impacted your life? Like what's been the best thing that's happened to you since kind of the launch of your TikTok career? Honestly, I think it's just like getting to employ myself by creating content. Like I think that is the the best thing that has happened is it's like this has become my full-time job and like to be able to spend every day just like making videos is so awesome and like feels so fun. And that's what I always wanted. Like I always wanted to be at a place where it was like, oh, just making videos every single day is my job. Like, and so to be able to provide for myself and make income by making these videos feels like the most rewarding thing. Uh, and that's just so funny because it's like, I remember you saying like, I want TikTok to be my job. Like we were saying in the beginning, like, I vividly remember you saying those words. You're like, TikTok will pay my rent. Like you were so passionate about it and now it's happening. Like, I'm just, I'm so proud of you. I really am. Like, I, it just makes me so happy to see all of your success. Um, and what, I guess like one of the last things, like what's something that you want your audience to know about you that they may not know about you or like anything? Mm, I think that I am like in, I'm trying to figure out what's next. I think that's, that's what I, I'm like so appreciative of everything that I'm like, I'm ready to like, just go like my foot's been on the gas, but I'm ready to like slam that shit down. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like, what is the next thing that I can do. So I feel like that's, yeah, that's like the, that's where my mind's been at right now. That's so funny. That was literally like, I'm looking at notes and that was my very last question. I was like, what is next for you? So I, I mean, it seems like you're probably going to figure that out by some like chance or some sort of fate, like how you transition from the car baking to now only eat blah for a day, or you'll just get picked up by like some network on television that will just give you your own thing at this point. So who knows? I feel like you have such a future ahead of you. <laughs> Gianna, you have such a future ahead of you. And I'm just waiting for you to move to LA. When is that happening? Oh my God. Well, first, thank you for saying that. Second, I mean, this whole pandemic just threw me for a loop. It, I mean, my plan was to be there the second I graduated from Chapman, which still didn't happen yet. So I'm just like waiting and waiting. So same thing as you, like I said to my parents, because I, I have a breakdown like maybe twice a week in my own house because I'm, I'm still in my parents' house. And I'm like, I need to leave. I need to be in LA. Like, I can't do it. And they're like, how are you getting there? And I'm like, TikTok will bring me there. And they think I'm crazy. Like, they truly <laughs> think You're I'm crazy. You're not crazy. <gasps> Okay, good. You're not crazy. Put post-it notes on your mirror and make it happen. Okay, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna go on my phone, go on Amazon, and order post-its. Like I, I have markers already 
for my planner, but I just need the post-its. And I want to collab with you. I want to de- I want to do only eat Disney food. And I want to go to Disney. Okay, let's make it happen. Like, honestly, I don't think that's far off. Like, I really genuinely feel like that is something that could happen. So we will make it happen. Okay, please. A hundred percent. Like, it's, it's, in, it's in the sky already. Like, it's going to happen. Like, knowing us, like, I know it's going to. Absolutely. Calling the manifestation gods. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Matt, any last notes? Anything you want to say? No, just that I love you and I appreciate you and I'm excited for you and I'm always your biggest fan forever and ever and ever. Oh my God, I could actually cry. I freaking love you too. Everything right back at you. You'll, you'll always be my soulmate. We've always said this, soulmates for life, forever. And I can't wait until the day that we meet again in person. But for now, I will be liking your TikToks. I'll be watching all of them. I will be hyping you up till the day I freaking die. And make sure you let everyone know where they can find you and follow you. Follow me at at Matt Peterson underscore on TikTok and at Matt Peterson on Instagram. I think the underscore may be leaving my TikTok semi soon if we're lucky. So, but for now, keeping that underscore. Well, thank you so much again, Matt. I cannot wait to see what you eat in a day tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And thanks for coming on the podcast. I love you. I love you.